It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Recorded live. There it is. Yeah, there you go. I'm working on it. He's working. 
Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Belly up to the bar, right? You are in my right back. But yes, sir. I'm yes, up to six, so we're, we're getting there. Slow. Hey, a new record. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> and tonight, ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, uh, we're going to kind of switch gears here a little bit. Our own King NWO, GTS Gerard T. Smith, will be providing us with uh, all the wrestling uh, headlines of the day. Including some a uh, couple of interesting uh, uh, factoids we have just, we have just uh, come across, and also the human suplex machine John Gross will be providing us with some wrestling history, and also some wrestling birthdays, and also ladies and gentlemen, once again bring back the NWO version of our wrestling revisited segment. Uh, um, we will I will choose at random someone to choose a random moment that the NWO was involved with, and we will definitely talk about it in great detail. And then of course we bring back. Our old favorite standby, Wild and Wicked Fantasy Matchups. And if you want to join myself, JD, and John here on the on the show here this evening for episode number twenty, as we said of NWO Wolfpack, that phone number is one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. That call ID one three eight five two one pound. And press that one to join us here on the chat box, or I say call in and you know, I say I have a thought or a question for myself or Gerard or JD or John. Uh, we'll be more than happy to uh, bring it up, and we will uh, you know, throw it out to everyone else and get everyone's thoughts and opinions on it. So without further ado, here the Wolfpack News Desk is up and running, and King NWO GTS Gerard T. Smith sitting back in his NWO throne with the crown cake beside of him. has got has got all his stuff right there in front of him, and he is chugging them down, as they say. So Gerard, my man, bring it to us. All righty. <clears throat> Well, we all know that Seth Rollins won't be at WrestleMania. Either will uh, Randy Orton. I guess we could mark another one off. The Rock will not be at this year's WrestleMania because he's doing a movie, and in the movie contract says he can't wrestle until the movie's over. So, And the congratulations go to The Rock. He's going to have a baby with his girlfriend. So uh, throw that out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else is on? Let's check. Let's scan through the news. It's not a very good news day, so, but. Yeah. Apparently, WWE is giving a title belt to Al Roker. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um. Funny. My apologies, Gerard. I gotta, this is, this is, gotta got be thinking about something. Could they have dug up the old Andre the Giant belt from 1987 <laughs> and give that to Al Roker? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm sorry, bud. I, it just came to me. Just came to me. Oh, that's all right. That's cool. Um, um, apparently, Neville's family got involved in a match against Stardust. The live event in his hometown in Newcastle, England. Ooh. Apparently, Neville was holding Stardust, and there's a woman hitting Stardust. I don't know if that's his mother or. Huh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And Vince McMahon, congratulations to The Rock on the announcement of his future daughter and 
potential WWE Divas champion in 2038. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, Vinnie Mac. Um, what else? Uh, hold on. A reader at Wednesday WWE live event in Binghamton, England, noted that there were Hawk Hogan fans outside the arena handing out flyers for his November 14th one-man show in Stretfield. Another fan on made this comment. They're handing out Hawk Hogan flyers outside the arena for WWE Brighton. Ten-year-old kid says to his mother, "Don't go to that. He's racist." Oh, yeah, struggle still goes on. Oh yeah, I heard something about Hogan was, in, was supposed to be involved with something. Yeah, okay. Well, he wasn't involved. He's passing out flyers. He's oh yeah, he's got a November fourteenth one man show or something. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Well, that's it for the news. It was a slow news day. Okay. Okay. Um. Also, I wanted to bring up there to you. Thank you very much, Sir Gerard. Uh, uh, excellent news. Excellent, excellent call there on all the news of the day. Uh, did want to mention, of course, there was an update on the match that had Curdle smacked down here just a little while ago, a semifinal match in the WWE Championship Tournament. And and ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, listen very very carefully. And this is not a this is not a joke. We're not April Fools and fools fooling anybody. Uh, Kalisto defeated Ryback in the sem- in a semifinal match. So, um, so Kalisto has moved on into the tournament. I'm, I'm sure he will not get very far, but I'm just willing to throw that out, I'll throw, that, throw, throw that out there as well. Um, then John's bringing us in here some wrestling, uh, some wrestling history, uh, uh, as well. So, for this day, November the 12th, let's see what he has right here. Okay, 49 years ago today, 1967. This is kind of a this is kind of an an addendum to what uh, we said about uh, about this same championship last night. JD, you might remember, you might recall this. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 1967, Dick Dick the Bruiser defeated Mad Dog Vashon to win the AWA World Heavyweight Title. Mm. As you remember, last night we said it was 50 years ago that. I think it was I think it was Mad Dog that defeated the Crusher. Yes, that's right. Yes, so it was. Because Mad Dog didn't hold the AWA belt apparently for no, no more than a year apparently. Right. Okay, so there you go. Uh, also on this also on this day in 2001, also on Monday Night Raw was two title changes. <clears throat> First off, Edge de- Edge defeated Kurt Angle to win the WCW United States. I almost said WCW US. That would have been funny. Uh, WCW United States Championship. That would be great, though. <laughs> this would be the final time the United States title would be defended overall up until 2009. Huh. Okay, right. And then the second one, um, and John mentioned, the Hardy Boys de- de- defeated Booker T and Test to win the tag team titles. Now, now, John, was it the WCW tag belts or was it the WWF tag belts? I want to double check this 
because he's put in a couple other things. I won't verify this. If he said, I think he might be, he, might, he probably I didn't put anything, but it was the WWE tag belts. The Hardy Boys defeated Booker T and Test to win the WWE tag team titles uh, that same night. Apparently, what it is. Okay. In 2000, let's say 2003, here's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Lex Luger wrestles for the first time after being arrested on possession back in May. He took part in a tag team match with Jeff Jarrett against AJ Styles and Sting, in which Styles and Sting defeated Jarrett and Luger in TNA. Hmm. JD, do you remember this? Vaguely, vaguely I remember, yes. Some of, but not all. Not very well, though, unfortunately. I didn't think Luger wrestled in TNA at all. He appeared there, but I didn't think he, he appeared there. But I don't think he. I don't remember him wrestling, though. Yeah. Gerard, do you do, do, Gerard, do you remember Luger wrestling in TNA? Gerard, are you there, sir? Okay, he had to step away again. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Gerard, did you did you return? Okay, well we'll come back to him in just a minute. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, also, John says we have not one, not two, but three birthdays today. I say good. Okay. First one he's got is Matt Capitelli. He turns thirty six today. He, alongside, of course, John Hennigan, better known as Johnny Nitro or John Morrison, everyone remembers him. On the Tough Enough Season 3 in 2003. On the third season, he was on the end of a beatdown from Hardcore Holly during a practice bout. You remember this, J.D.? Yeah, yeah, I remember him. Yes, yeah. He remained under WWE contract until January of 2009. Yes. He stayed there for about six years. That's a pretty good run. That's a, that's a real good run, yes. Yeah. He was one of the Tough Enough guys. Was This, this wasn't the same... Um, season that The Miz was on, was it? I don't believe it was. I think it was one maybe with, I'm um, thinking, Ryback, and uh, maybe it was probably uh, a couple of the other guys. I can't remember. It's been a while since I've caught back up on the old uh, old seasons of Tough Enough, but I, I think it was the one with, uh, yeah, it sounds, that sounds what I said is pretty much right there. Okay, okay. Also, he's mentioned today is the 60th birthday of Rhonda Shear. Entertainment superstar, formerly of Up All Night. Uh, yes. Yes, you mentioned that. The hostess of the 1980s and 1990s B movie series, you would say Up All Night. Okay, the reason why he mentioned this, and I didn't—I was trying to recall what significance she had to wrestling, and John says it right here. She was the timekeeper for the WrestleMania 10 main event between champion Yokozuna and Lex Luger. That's right, yes. Yeah, okay, I, I, okay, I'm, okay, now I remember. Yes, okay. I, I remember her, but I mean, yeah, I remember her. But I was trying to remember what significant role she played in the, in anything that was involved with WWF, WWE, whatever. Yes. And then I, then he brought brought up the match at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I said, "That's right, yeah, that's right, that's mm-hmm. right." Wasn't that the same one that um, Burt Reynolds was the ring announcer? Yes, Burt Reynolds was the ring announcer for that one. Yes, that's right. Okay, I remember. I said, I remember that too. I was okay. I got you. Okay. And uh, just to reiterate earlier, since uh, Gerard 
uh, the two things we did not clarify, Gerard did not bring up, but I'll bring up anyway. Did just help them out. Uh, as we said before the show tonight, coming up in March of next year, in case you NXT fans want to see the best of NXT, you can see it on DVD or Blu-ray. And some of the matches that have been listed so far include Big E versus Seth Rollins from January of 2013, Sami Zayn versus Neville at the TakeOver, or takeover R Evolution, Finn Balor versus Kevin Owens on the Beast in the East special in Tokyo the night that Balor won the title. Bailey versus Sasha Banks in Brooklyn, which was an incredible match, probably one of the best matches of the year, hands down. And for you Blu-ray people, our two other matches have been listed so far. We don't have a whole list yet, however, and I'm sure we'll get more listings in the weeks and months to come. Include Sasha Banks taking on Charlotte and Apollo Crews taking on Prince Pretty himself, Tyler Breeze. And speaking of Pretty, however, there is a little tension in the page uh, Medusa feud as it continues to heat up in more ways than one. As recently, however, it was written out, however, by Medusa in a poll when asked if you want to see a Paige Medusa match, a thousand people or 86% said yes, they do want to see it. 14% so far have said no, or 157 so far. Total 1160 have voted. The comments made by Medusa were as listed as follows recently. The fans want to see it. Stop talking, talking smack at Real Page WWE. I will bring at Charlotte uh, WWE, at WWE Becky Lynch, and at Nat by nature to my corner, and only if and you win that butterfly title, which many have worked their asses off for, then I will gladly take you up on that offer, beat you, and win that butterfly title, and show you what I would do with it. Not only would I introduce your teeth to the back of your head with the butterfly title, I would then pull the real championship woman's title out of your ass. Bring it on, baby girl, says Medusa, to which Paige has responded. Would you dump it like you did the woman's hashtag I'm a real champion title slash Medusa rocks? So uh, you can imagine the feud is continuing between those two as it looks like we might be seeing a match possibly this year at WrestleMania with these two. Uh, between a Hall of Fame uh, diva and a current diva? I mean, sure. It's a possibility, yes. I would see it. I would be yeah. one of those that would. Yeah. Uh, uh, Gerard, did you make it back home, sir? I did. Okay. I wanted to ask you a quick opinion about this is um, – a piece of wrestling history that John brought to our attention back in two, on this day, 2003. Lex Luger wrestled for the first time after being arrested back in May of this year, for, of that year, for possession. I believe it was drug possession. He had took, taken part in a tag team match. He teamed up with Jeff Jarrett against AJ Styles and Sting, in which Styles and Sting defeated them in TNA. Do you ever recall uh, at any time that Luger actually wrestled in TNA? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, well, he was brought out, I'm pretty sure he wrestled one match, it was, they're building it up, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he wrestled, like, one, I think it was only a one-time deal, though. Right, because didn't Steve bring out one time whenever he was being, he was confronting somebody in TNA, and he brought out, first he brought out Buff Bagwell, then he brought out Luger, at, at another, on another occasion? But it's, uh, the dog face gremlin, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was a face off against them, yeah, but I think I think I think Steve brought out Bagwell and then he brought out Luger. They say it could be you could be one of these two guys could be my tag team partner for an upcoming match at a pay per view or something, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it turned yeah. out to be Luger. It turned out it turned out to be Luger that wrestled. That that teamed up with Sting. Okay. Okay. I didn't realize Luger wrestled. I'm pretty uh pretty sure somebody uh I did see them on there, um but mm-hmm. they 
both didn't have a big a big time deal. They were both like a one timers. Yeah, he, he, I found the information here, Chad. It's right here. In late 2003, he began working for TNA. He teamed with Jeff Jarrett on November 12th that year in a loss to AJ and Sting. Luger returned to TNA in 06, first appearing during the April 27 Impact as the second of Sting's potential tag team partners for Sacrifice. Throughout September and October, he did appear on Impact as one of the people along with Bob Bagwell, helping Sting to, quote, prepare for his upcoming matchup against Jared at Bound for Glory. And in 2012, he inducted Sting into the TNA Hall of Fame, however, held in Phoenix prior to Bound for Glory. So so, so he wrestled at least twice. Yeah, it says here he, yeah, he teamed with Jeff Jarrett once, however, and then I guess, yeah, twice, yeah, it seems like. And then he also appeared... It says throughout September and October of 06, he appeared on Impact along with Bagwell, helping Sting to prepare against Jeff Jarrett. So he appeared several different times, but he actually he competed only twice. And okay, okay, I, I did not realize this. Okay, oh, it kind of blew my mind when I heard this. Okay, uh, I wanted to get you. Uh, thank you, Jawar, for kind of uh, for clarifying that because I I had no idea though. I knew he went was on there at least once. Once I once I didn't think that. Okay. Well, he made more. Okay, he was just that more that one time apparently. He's also okay, an author that. of a book too, believe it or not, too. Who, Luger? Yeah, it's called Wrestling with the Devil: The True Story of a World Champion Professional Wrestler, His Reign, Ruin, and Redemption. Sting even wrote the forward to it. It came out in August of 2013. He's actually also involved helping out in some sort of like little outreach thing along with Nikita Koloff as well. Yeah, I read that just now. Yeah, I mean, like I said, he is. Uh, where is he? Uh, he just turned 57 this past year. He wrestled started in 1985. However, like I said, he attended Penn State University on football scholarship, then went to Miami, and then he played in Miami in 1979 with Jim Kelly. And Mark Rick, believe it or not, the University of Georgia coach now. He then went to play pro football for Montreal, the CFL, and then went to Green Bay, but never played in a game and returned in 1983, but was released before the regular season began and then went to the USFL and was a teammate with Ron Simmons for the Tampa Bay Bandits of that league. Okay. Oh, right, right. Now, if I remember correctly, I have a video on YouTube that I found. I think I put it in both the video on the video vault page and also the page for a uh, the interview corner, mm-hmm. and in which Bill After is actually in, interviews Luger, mm-hmm. and uh, and and Luger does look kind of rough. He looks kind of rough there, mm-hmm. uh, but still, I mean, but it's a pretty interesting interview that Bill After does with him. It's like about maybe two a two or three minute video. It might be longer than that. That's mm-hmm. pretty good. Uh, anyway, uh, Gerard, I was going through some of the birthdays that John did did bring to us. Uh, uh, he did say the first one here. Uh, was uh, Matt Capitelli turns 36. He, uh, along with uh, uh, who, who later become John Mor- uh, the man who later become John, John Morrison, won uh, season three of Tough Enough in 2003. On the third season, he was on the end of a beatdown from Hardcore Holly during a practice bout. He remained under contract with WWE until January of 2009. Okay. The second birthday is the 60th birthday of Rhonda Shear. Now, I'm sure, I don't know if you remember her or not. Um, not really. Okay. Well, let me go ahead and and, 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 and uh, I'll let you know here a couple of facts. First off, she was the hostess of the 1980s and 90s B-movie series, USA Up All Night. Blonde, big blonde hair and 
big something else. I'm not going to say what. <laughs> yeah, but you get what I'm saying. Uh, but I, here, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I meant I do. I know what you mean. Okay, you know what I mean. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Uh, and here was here was the wrestling significance she had. She was the timekeeper for the main event at WrestleMania 10 between Yokozuna and Luger. She was the timekeeper. Okay. Well, John brought up to our attention. I, I was trying to remember at first what significance she had to wrestling. Then he brought that up, and I said, and this was also the same one, too, that Burt Reynolds was the re- ring announcer in this, too. So I do remember that part of it. Okay. And the third one here, birthday here, guys, is Judge Mills Lane. Let's get it on. Yeah, that's right. Boxing referee and also judge of, of course, has on TV show for a little while. Yep. He turns seventy-eight huh. years old. Wow. wow. Okay. Here, here, here's, here's a significant he had, but then I had another one too. But I remember this quite well. He appeared on a Monday Night Raw in nineteen ninety-eight. When I saw this video on YouTube just recently, in which he offered Austin a title shot against The Rock on an episode of Raw on November the 16th. I, I remember, this was after, this was after, I believe, a Survivor Series, if I'm not mistaken, a Raw after a Survivor Series that year. I yeah. believe. Okay. Um, there was a, apparently there was a contract that was signed by Shane McMahon, though, saying that Austin would be guaranteed a shot at the belt on Raw the following night. And Vince McMahon saying, you know, that was all talked about, that's all, that's all, you know, nullify it's all. You don't. You're not going to get it or whatever. And then all of a sudden, Austin comes out and claims that he had even a had even had a judge to verify everything. And then who appears on the screen? Mills Lane, saying that that, that on that night that on that night on Raw, Austin was going to get a shot at the Rock with a belt. And here was the other significance for Judge Mills Lane. I don't know if y'all remember this or not. Bash at the Beach, WCW, 1999. The boxing match between Rowdy Roddy Piper and Buff Bagwell. Yes, I remember that. Mills Lane was the referee in that. Yes. And then, and of course, he used the tagline that you just said right there, uh, Biddy. Let's get it on. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I do remember that. That's my. That's one of my favorite. WCW matches right there is bashed from Bash to Beach '99. Uh, Piper Bagwell the boxing match. Because I, I, mean, I love I the fact that Mills Lane was the ref. Yeah. He stood up to both these guys. Yes. And also, of course, it was also funny the fact that Buff's mother was in the was in this corner. Yes, yeah, she <laughs> Bagwell. She wasn't on a pole. Yeah, and then of course after at the end of the match, Judy Bagwell was chasing Ric Flair all around the ring. <laughs> One of the very few times Judy Bagwell tried to make an appearance in WCW, if you will. Yeah, and of course Bobby Heenan saw that. He said, "Well, she's trying to get a date with him." That's <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that too. Oh, that was funny. Uh, so, John, thank you, John. Is that is, is there anything else there, Bud? Which I want to make sure of. Uh... That is it. Okay, thank you, John. Thank you very much for all, for all that. Uh, Gerard, as always, thank you very much, sir, for uh, for the news updates. Uh, J.D. did mention a couple extra things. I do appreciate that as well. 
of course, like I said, as as Gerard did uh, mention to us earlier here this evening, it was a very slow day in the world of wrestling, uh, pro wrestling news. But uh, hey, you got to just go with what you got, and I do appreciate that. What, I do appreciate every every everything that was heard tonight on the show. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one three eight five two one. Found this is once again historic episode number twenty of NWO Wolfpack, the second installment of the WWS Radio Network. I'm of course Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw. I'm currently on the line with me at this time, King NWO GTS Gerard T Smith. Uh, I've got a list of I have got a list of things for the for, for for the big guy right here, the bad guy right here. I should say yes, indeed. Uh, of course, he is one half of the team that brings you Attitude Radio every Saturday night at nine right here on TalkShoe.com. He's also uh, one fifth of the team that brings you Raw Radio every Monday afternoon at three right here on TalkShoe.com. He's also a 2014 Hall of Famer and a dual title holder here in WCW US. Also, the Iceman J.D. Jared D. Geraldo, 2015 Hall of Famer, of course, uh, from Raw Radio. And also on the chat box here tonight from Raw Radio, the human shitplace machine, John, is not gross. <laughs> yeah, I should say that. Okay. Um, and, John, we, John we're, we're having fun here, bud, so don't take it, don't take it seriously. Uh, well, tonight, well, gentlemen, let's go ahead and get right on into the uh, – Right on into our NWO version of Wrestling Revisited. Uh, of course, like I said, any uh, Gerard, JD, John, any uh, any wrestling topic involving the NWO you wish to bring up here tonight, please throw it out there, and we will definitely talk about it. I would say the NWO 2000 would be a good one to discuss tonight. Yes, uh, Gerard, is that cool? Yeah. Okay. All right, NWO 2000. Yes, very interesting indeed. Uh, uh, okay. Katie, you have to send that now when I'm trying to do something important. Oh, my. I know. <laughs> Lita in a bikini. Who is that? That's Lita. you got to be kidding. No, that's Lita in a bikini. We're talking. Uh, ooh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll drool later. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Thank you. I'll do it later. Anyway, <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, uh, what was I talking about? Uh, NWO 2000. Yes. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Uh, of course, uh, it was a reemergence here. Um, of course, uh, it was Kevin Nash. Uh, and, uh, and, of course, John says, as I would say, whoa. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I would say a big whoa. Uh, anyway, uh, NWO 2000, of course, it consisted of I think it was primarily, and J.D., you, you can uh, grab me here if I'm uh, missing any point, key points here. Okay. Uh, of course, uh, Kevin Nash, uh, uh, Jeff Jarrett, uh, yes. Bret Hart. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure. Scott Hall. There, sure Scott Hall ended up being involved with it. Was there anyone else that was involved Scott with Scott Steiner. That? Scott Steiner was also involved with it, too. Okay. All right. Uh, a lot of... Uh, of course, I think during around this time that that uh, Bret Hart was uh, was a part of this. Um, I think I think right after the match that Bret Hart and Goldberg had at uh, I think what was it, Star K ninety nine. Yes, the next I think night. that was the next the following the next night. It would it would be the prelude to the of course yes. the reemergence of the New World Order. Yes, uh, and of course like I said the the 
I think Joe Jordan started doing the slap nuts thing as well. I think during this mm-hmm. during this time as well. Uh, uh, and I don't think it made that much of an impact as the original NWO did. Yeah. But uh, they, there was there was a lot of key moments here, and I will I will, for, I will before uh, um, I have I have to definitely cut one man loose on this. I'm gonna uh, go ahead and let him do that first. And that is of course King NWO himself, Jawarki Smith. Gerard, I love to hear get your thoughts and, and your opinion, sir, on anything about NWO 2000, sir. Please take it away. Well, like you all said, it wasn't as good as the original. Nothing will be. Um, I kind of liked it, though. I, I thought a heel Bret Hart uh, with Jeff Jarrett and uh, the rest of the boys, and it, it was kind of good, but it kind of fizzled out, I guess, fast. Um, I guess they were expecting something bigger, and they didn't really get it. Creative probably uh, wouldn't let them do what they wanted. So all in all, it, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't the best. Certainly. So you don't think it made, like I mentioned before, you don't you don't think it made that much of an impact as the original NWO did? No. No. Okay. Uh, the shirts were kind of cool. The logo was it was just. Made I like those. the tagline they had: "The band's back together." Yes. Yes, and and was it true that this is where Jeff Jarrett came up with the slap nuts thing when he was part of the NWO two thousand? Yeah. Okay. Good point of view there, Gerard, by all means. Any particular matches, Gerard, that happened during this this run in NWO 2000? I think, like you said, the the making of it with Bret Hart facing Goldberg, I think, was uh, the highlight of all coming together. Right. The next night or whatever. Certainly. Certainly. Uh, J.D., your overall thoughts, too, on uh, anything involved with NWO 2000? Well, I remember the night it happened. I mean, it happened the night after the incident of Starkey 99. Of course, Bret Hart uh, got up in Vince Russo's face and really uh, cut a very profanity laced tirade against him in the back and said to him, what are you trying to do, however? I've put up with this crap two years ago with Vince, and now you're trying to screw me again, however. And and you never got to see Russo's face until a short time after this, but... uh, at the time, however, I mean, a lot of people didn't know what was going to happen, however, and then Jeff Jarrett, of course, was basically, I don't want to say um, Vince Russo's bitch, but he kind of was, because at the time, however, it seemed like once Jarrett came back into WCW and Vince Russo came down with him, along with Ed Ferrara, to the WWE from New York, however, they were, like, trying to bring their Crash TV style to the WCW, trying to at least stay in the battle with WWE and the Monday Night Wars, and, uh, it just was too little too late, you know. I mean, a lot of things kind of went awry. I mean, Jeff Jarrett was supposed to take on Chris Benoit at Starcade that year, however, and he did. And then they were supposed – Jeff Jarrett was supposed to be in a series of, like, three matches, like, a few months later, or I mean, three weeks later, it sold out. He got hurt with a concussion, as you know, and it just fizzled. And like I said, however, I just think – NWO 2000 didn't live up to the hype, however, like we all said, Howard. It's just a shame because, like I said, Howard, they thought when the when they had Scott Steiner cutting that profanity-laced tirades, and he did a lot of that. That's when he started getting to become the loose, uh, crazy guy both on and off TV, however. 
a lot of people weren't sure how he would uh, fit into the group, but I think it just was too little too late at the time. Certainly, certainly. And Gerard, and I'll ask you and JD this question. Gerard, I'll start with you on this. Uh, the deal, this thing with NWO 2000 here, was this, in your personal opinion, a a um, start of thing, a picture of, po- of possible things to come towards the, the demise of WCW? Who are you asking, Gerard over me? I'm asking. I was asking Gerard first. Oh, oh okay. I mean, I'm gonna, if he's on, Gerard, are you on, sir? Yeah, I'm back. Yeah, okay. Well, I was asking Gerard. I want to ask you your personal opinion on on this, yours and JD's both. That this 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 attempt once again to revitalize the NWO back in 2000. Do you think this was a sign of things to come? Uh, eventually led, leading to the, the demise of WCW? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, J.D., your overall take on that? Yes, definitely it was, because, I mean, shortly after this, you had Terry Funk come in as the so-called new commissioner, and when he came in as the commissioner, you thought, what's he going to do? What's he going to bring to the table, you know? And then... He took on Nash a few weeks later. It sold out and told uh, t- and told Nash, however, you're going to have to disband this group, however, if I beat you. And no one in their right mind, I mean, as much as Terry Funk is a great legend, anything like that, no one went to see a guy like Terry Funk take a beating by Nash, however. And, of course, we all knew Vince Russo went home after this a few weeks later, however. And, of course, Chris Benoit, the Vanilla Midgets as Hulk Hogan tabbed them at the time, however, just decided, you know what, however, if that's the way things are going right now in the company, then we're just, we're going to get our pink slip right now, we're going to demand for our release, and they did, and they got out at the right time, they, I mean, that kind of really crippled WCW from there on in, because 2000 was pretty much a lost year. Right, and then, of course, it pretty much, uh, Gerard, you and JD would probably both agree with this, that they pretty much were just uh, running on head. fumes, running on fumes for like a whole year, and then of course, eventually, in March of '01, that was it. Yeah, they were, but at the same time, they thought, however, after Benoit and the guys left for WWE, they could bring back Russo, bring back Bischoff, try to start up again, however, at least try to at least fix the damage that had been leaking out of the boat, so to speak. However, and mm-hmm. uh, they thought they could. I mean, they tried to do some things, however, that had not been seen for a while, like uh, putting feuds, real-life feuds, like Shane Douglas, Ric Flair, Hogan, and Kidman, that sort of thing. It's just, it's, it, they tried their best, you know, and it seemed like they were going to do that for a while, but eventually that turned out to be a big uh, cluster mess. And like I said, the only time they, I mean, the only other time they tried to uh, make it legit was when Russo cut that scathing promo at Bash at the Beach, however, and, uh, after that, I think it's just they knew the wheels were finally coming off, however, and the train was way off the tracks and just plunging towards the ravine, no pun intended. Certainly. Um, I would have to agree with that, because uh, I know like this NWO 2000 didn't really last for very long, in my, my personal opinion. Uh, John actually mentioned that he was okay with NWO 2000. I think what he was trying to say is that it wasn't, it just wasn't original, of course, without Hogan being involved with it. I don't think they needed someone like Hogan in him because Hogan had played his creative control card so many times in the past because he had that power with WCW, with Russo, with Bischoff, with Ferrara. However, he always 
would uh, just bitch and whine and piss and moan about people that were inferior to him. He always uh, thought people that were not in his league, so to speak, were just, like I said, vanilla midgets. He always called people that were smaller than him vanilla midgets, and he didn't think guys like a Kidman or a Benoit or an Eddie or a Malenko would even uh, have a chance against him because he had that creative control ego card in his hand. Certainly. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, Gerard, any other final thoughts about NWO 2000? No. Okay. Uh, John, I mean, John, any other thoughts about NWO 2000? JD, any other thoughts? No, it's just I think when we look back on uh, the demise of WCW, I think the real demise came started to come in October of 99 and it's sad because, like I said, for a few years that they were on in primetime Monday nights, they were, and them and WWE were always giving us something to watch. And by the middle of 99, our latter part of 99 into 2000, it's just, I mean, I watched it still, don't get me wrong. I watched all the programs, most of the programming, like Thunder and Nitro and all that. However, but I just think WCW's booking got real lazy like WWE's is right now. That's the way WCW's booking was around that time. And it's just a shame how it came to be that way. Well said. Well said indeed. Yes, sir. And John didn't have any other final thoughts about that as well. And all I really had to say about it was, you know, I will, will would admit that it was kind of interesting seeing Nash, Bret Hart, and Jeff Jarrett together mm-hmm. in this. It was quite unique in some respects, but other than that, and then, like you mentioned before, I think you said, I think Steiner, Scott Steiner was also involved with it and and one or two others. But still, it just wasn't, it just didn't get off the ground the way the original one did, in my personal opinion. Yep. So, but good points of view, guys, all around here uh, <clears throat> on the uh, in, 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 uh, NWO 2000. one 444 Call ID 138-521-POUND. This is the second installment of the WWS Radio Network, NWO Wolfpack, and we are at historic number 20 here, ladies and gentlemen. And Kurt on the line with me at this time, uh, 2014 Hall of Famer and a dual title holder here in WWS, as well as uh, uh, a man who of uh, many, many talents here. Uh, of course, um, primarily uh, one half of the team that brings you Attitude Radio every Saturday night at 9 right here on TalkShoot.com and also the newest member of the Fab Five of Raw Radio every Monday afternoon at 3 right here on TalkShoot.com, King NWO GTS, Gerard T. Smith, sitting back in his NWO throne with his keg of beer uh, with the crown on top right, all shined up looking really, really nice. Yeah, we had that all prepped up for him by because uh, we, we, had heard, we had anticipated his, his, his uh, return, and I'm, and I'm sure he was... And he is very, very much appreciative about it. <laughs> All filled with that Canadian brew, bud. Am I right about that, sir? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. And also here tonight, there from uh, also from Raw Radio, the Iceman J.D. Jerry Drama, 2015 Hall of Famer. And also in the chat box, Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. Uh, before we do any wild and wicked fantasy matchups, and and uh, J.D., you and John know about, know about this, of course, uh, um, of course, Michelle was also on last night as well and knew about this. Gerard, I hated that you missed the second phase of the 2K16 Fancy Table pay-per-view. So what I would like to do, and this won't this won't take me that long at all, 
I would love to run down all these matches and get your opinion about who would win. And, J.D., you don't have to worry about writing them down. That's yeah, okay. you go ahead and do that. i got to step out for a couple seconds. I'll be back. Okay. So, Gerard, I'll, if you don't mind, bud, I would love to get your opinions on these matches that I, that I did last night that you were not okay. on. Revolution. Yeah, sure. I thought it would be kind of fun. Okay. All right. Here the second phase. Here is for Gerard T. Smith here only. Uh, the second phase of the WWE 2K16 Fan Stable Pay-Per-View, and here it is. Most of them were, were six-man tags, Gerard. I will let you know about that. You also had a, you had one one-on-one match, an actual, and actually, let me see, uh, yeah, and then you had like three tag team matches. So, but you had some good ones here. Had some good ones. Uh, okay, the first six-man tag here is Samoa Joe teaming up with Los Matadores versus the Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase and Blake and Murphy. I would go with uh, Million Dollar Man, Blake and Murphy. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, I think overall in this one, I do believe uh, the Million Dollar Man's team actually pulled the win off in this through our voting last night. So, yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. I was listening to a little bit of last night's show before tonight, before but before uh, Wolfpack came on, and I I was listening to some of the, uh, how we did with that. Um, the next one here is two of the men that were inducted into the Hall of Fame this year, and that is Larry Zabisco taking on Tatsumi Fujinami. Um, Larry, I would say, but yes, it was a blowout for Zabisco. It was a blowout for Zabisco. <laughs> That's it. Now, he was ta- John said last night uh, uh, Fujinami was taken to Larry Land. <laughs> yeah, so that was pretty good. Uh, and the next tag team match for Gerard has two pieces of significance, and I'll explain. Three out of the four are in the Hall of Fame. They're involved in this match. But the sad, the, the other piece of information is a sad piece of information. All four have passed away. I just want you to know. Okay, it is the tag team tag team of Big Boss Man and Dusty Rhodes versus the tag team of Mr. Perfect and Rowdy Roddy Piper. Oh, damn! Yeah. Um. I go Piper and Mr. Perfect. Well, Michelle said that. Let me explain this. Michelle said Mr. Perfect and Piper. J.D. and Ralph called this a draw. Ralph was more specific. He said a 60-minute time limit draw. He said it would possibly go a full hour. And John and I actually went with Boss Man and Dusty. All right. Yeah, okay. And speaking of Ralph, he has popped on here to the chat box as well. Mr. Rasson, Ralph Atkinson, another part of our radio broadcast team, has joined us. Uh, Ralph, how you doing? Welcome to episode number 20 of Wolfpack. This is Chad right here. I got J.D. and Gerard on the line, and I got John on the chat box here. Uh, welcome here, Ralph. Uh, we're doing, we're, we're, for Gerard, we're, we're reviewing the matches we did last night in the fancy table pay-per-view for WWE 2K16. So you just sit back and listen there, bud, while we do this. Uh, okay, these next two you might get a kick of. 
kick out of. These two matches were actual matches that was um, were that were on that are supposed to be part of the the game, but I switched opponents in this. That's all I did with it. This switched opponents. The first one is the Bushwhackers taking on Harlem Heat. Harlem Heat. It was a clean sweep for Harlem Heat last night in this. And the other one is, <laughs> I think I know the answer to this, but I got to hear it. The Outsiders taking on the Natural Disasters. The Outsiders. <laughs> well, with the exception of Ralph, every. With the exception of, of of Ralph, everybody said the outsiders. Ralph said the natural disasters. Okay. And I will let you know the next I'm gonna do is a fierce five way. And you remember what I mentioned before on the other night, Gerard, was that in that WWE two K sixteen has different personas of certain wrestlers in this game. Yeah. So okay. Well, you're going to experience some of these in these matches. I will go and let you know that ahead of time. That might help you kind of decide who would win each of the matches. Okay. The next one is a fierce five-way. And here's an example of what I was just talking about. You have The Undertaker as he appears today, taking on The Undertaker as he appeared during the Attitude Era versus Victor of the Ascension, versus Xavier Woods of the New Day versus Zack Ryder. Your thoughts? Um, Undertaker in the Attitude Era. It was a clean sweep for him too, but right on the money. Yes, sir. Um, the next one here, all, the rest of these are six-man tags. I'll let you know. The next one here is, and I kind of surprised Michelle with this one, Brock Lesnar, Cesaro, and Jericho versus Christian, Colin Cassidy, and Curtis Axel. That'd be a hell of a team for Brock. I'd say Brock's team wins. Yes, and that was a that was a, a, a blowout for that one too. Excuse me. The next one here is Damian Mizdow, Darren Young and Dean Ambrose versus Daniel Bryan, Dolph Ziggler, and Enzo Amore. Yeah, I don't like, I don't hardly like any of those people. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, uh, I'll give it the first team. Ms. Dow, Darren Young, and Dean Ambrose? Okay. I think it was mostly voted towards Daniel Bryan's. Um, I'll have to go back and listen to the show again. Oh. Uh, but, the, but I'm going to put it on the archives page of Gerard if you want to go back and listen to it. So I'll put it. It'll be on there. So if you want to go back and listen to it at some point when you get a chance, it was pretty. This, this got pretty good. Um, uh, the next one here is Eric Rowan, Fandango, and Finn Balor versus Goldust. Heath Slater and Hideo Hatami. Oh, Luke Harper's team for sure. 
Uh, oh, uh, you mean Eric Rowan's team? Oh yeah, sure, <laughs> Eric Rowan. Yeah, yeah. And that one actually was a blowout. Eric Rowan's team actually pulled the win off in this because I primarily I think it was because of Finn Balor. But Michelle actually was kind of interested in Fandango too. I don't know why. <laughs> she was Fandangoing. But she was fan. Is she talking about Fandangoing, Gerard? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next one here, and this one here is unique, Gerard, because. You have an actual tag team that is split into both of these into these three man teams, and you'll see this. You'll see why in just a minute. You have the team of Jack Swagger, JBL, and Jay Uso versus the team of Jimmy Uso, Kalisto, and Corporate Kane. With the wrestling gods team. That one, I think JD, if I'm not mistaken, Swagger's team Swagger actually uh, got uh, it was a blowout for them. I think. Yes, last I night. believe that was yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, the next one here, we have a thought about what you might be impressed with this match, Gerard, but we'll let you be the judge of this. Is KO Kevin Owens? teaming up with Kofi Kingston of the New Day. Now, Kofi in this game, Gerard, is holding one of the tag team title belts. Um, okay? Of course, it was the New Day. And their partner is Connor of the Ascension as they take on Lord Stephen Regal. Of course, you remember, you know him now as William Regal, but they had that persona in this game as well. And his his two partners are Luke Harper and Mark Henry, but in, I know I already did a Mark Henry, but but that one was when he was in the Nation of Domination. This one is when he was known as the World's Strongest Man. So that kind of helps you out, any. Uh, your thoughts on this match, Gerard? Papa Powerbomb. And JD, we called that. <laughs> yes, we did. However, we and, got we saw him do the unicorn symbol, if you will. Yes. Oh, I switched the unicorn symbol wherever I go. I'm sure you do. <laughs> but, but, but Gerard, and JD bat me up on this, Gerard. Yeah. Believe, believe it or not, uh, Mark Henry's team actually got majority of the wins last it night. It did, surprisingly, yeah, it did. Surprisingly it did. enough, I was surprised no one voted for I Kevin did. Owens' team. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but Kevin Owens did not. And I hate I said I hate to say this, Gerard. I knew you wouldn't want me you wouldn't want to hear this, but but what happened was I said, sadly Kevin Owens is not going to be able to deliver his pop up power bomb tonight. I yes. said that. Did I, did yes, I you not? Did. Yes, you did. Okay, yes, yes, you yes, did. Yes, yes. See, yeah, and, I mean, and I, and I was originally going to go that way, but then I said I just don't know if I can trust Owens and uh, the uh, unicorn love with uh, Kofi driving Owens nuts hard and Owens just pop just punching him out, knocking him on the mat. Right, so so believe it or not, Gerard, I figured that would be that was surprise. I figured I'm, I'm sure you would be you're surprised about that too. Um, but, yes, I am. Okay, yeah. Well, I, I I do apologize there, but that's what happened. Um, but here's here's the next one here: um, the Miz, Neville, and r Truth taking on Randy Orton, 
the rock as we have seen him today, and Roman Reigns. Your thoughts on this match? Uh, the first team. Ms. Neville and R-Truth, okay. Uh, and, and J.D., who, who ended up being the winner of that one? I think it was uh, I think it was the Rocks team. However, I mean, I was the only one that went with Ms. Neville and Truth, though. I think it was one of only two people. I mean, George's the other one now, but I think I was the only one all night that voted for uh, Ms. Neville and yeah. R-Truth. As I called it last night, Gerard, I called Orton's team R-K-O-R-R-R. Yes. R-K-O-R-R. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, and the next one here, um, and I think I know, I'm definitely going to know the answer to this one, and J.D., you're going to know this too after I say this. Oh, yeah. The Rock, as he appeared in the Nation of Domination, teaming up with Rusev and Ryback versus... Sami Zayn, Seth Rollins, and Sheamus. Gerard, what do you think? I'm buying in, fella. That you... Team NXT. We called it. Yes. JD, we called this again. Yes. No, this, no, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Gerard T. Smith is the man. Okay. He is the man. So there you go. Yes. Gerard, we knew that you were going to say that too, but and believe it or not, um, that one was a blowout too. That one Big was time. on, but yes, for Team uh, Sammy Seth Sheamus. Yes. Or we called them the, the S's. We called it the S's. Team That's S's or Team NXT. There you go. There you go. This next one, Gerard, has a pretty good significance. You might get a kick out of this one. Simon Gotch of the Vaudevillians, Sin Cara of the Lucha Dragons, and Stardust versus, and this is the way I call this, Triple Sting. And I will explain why. The Sting, as he appeared now in the WWE, of course you know the Crow Sting, the Surfer Sting, and the, and believe it or not, Gerard, on this WWE 2K16, they have Sting as he appeared as the Crow in WCW. They even played the theme when he was in WCW. This is Sting. Your thoughts, your thoughts on this match, George? It's showtime. Another blowout. Oh, uh, triple Sting. Yep. And here's the last one here, George. Uh... I think you might. I think you'll. I think you'll like this one too. The extreme superstar Steve Austin is the way they put it in the game. Teams up with Titus O'Neil and Triple H as, of course, the King of Kings, taking on Triple H as he was in DX, Tyler Breeze and Tyson Kidd. Your thoughts on this match? Stone Cold and Triple H. Okay. Um, I think uh, JD. Uh, what was the? I think what was the uh, um, final call on that match? Oh, I can't remember. I, I don't have the papers in front of me right now to tell you. I know yeah. it was a very tight vote. I remember that. I do recall that. Yeah, I think it might have been on the DX Triple H side. But I yes, think. I believe that sounds right. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
I think it was. Uh, Gerard, uh, got to get your take on these matches as part of the second phase of the Fantasy Stable pay-per-view for WWE 2K16. Your overall thoughts about any of these matches? I think they were uh, very uh, entertaining, and uh, they were very good matches. Thank you very much, sir. Um, Like I said, just putting together through these entrance videos for WWE 2K16. Uh, And I may use some of these when we do our fantasy matches here in just a couple minutes. Uh, And speaking of which, this is just a good segue to get right on into that here, guys. Uh, John, be thinking of a uh, and Ralph, and Ralph, and also JD. While you uh, uh, while you were gone, Ralph actually popped on here as well. So we have uh, five guys here tonight. Uh, John and Ralph, be thinking of some fancy matchups here, gentlemen. And while you do that, uh, Gerard, my man, lead us off one more time. Bring it to us. Well, you know, I seen this somewhere. I don't know when they're gonna wrestle, but apparently they never wrestled before. But they're gonna wrestle now, so I'm gonna make this fantasy matchup before they wrestle. It's going to be Rey Mysterio versus AJ Styles. Holy cow! Yes, it's been a hyped up, talked about thing. Yes, indeed. Uh, uh, I believe it. What was it? Uh, who was asked this? Was it Mysterio that was asked this question uh, about who he would love to uh, wrestle, like possibly maybe in WWE or something somewhere down the line? And one name was, that was mentioned was AJ Styles at some point. Uh, oh wow, Gerard, your thoughts on this Mysterio versus AJ? Uh, I say AJ. Okay, uh, John is saying Mysterio. He says 619, but he's saying Mysterio. And Ralph is agreeing with you, Gerard. He's saying AJ. Uh, JD, Mysterio, AJ, what do you think? If Ray was 15 years younger, I would say him. But you know what? I think AJ and the Styles Clash do it for me here. Oh, i got to say, I'm still a big fan of Mysterio. Don't get me wrong. He's always been impressive regarding... ECW, WCW, of course, WWE, and of course, whatever, uh, wherever he's at now. Uh, but I gotta go along uh, and go go on and be phenomenal. I gotta say, AJ Styles, <laughs> not bad. <laughs> uh, uh, John and Ralph, like I said, be thinking about some a couple a fancy matchup piece uh, that you like. Well, I won't try. Uh, J.D., your thoughts on a fantasy matchup, sir? Please go ahead and uh, bring one to us. All right. I was just reading this, Howard. I'm going to try to find out more information on why this is so. Someone put it up just recently. We'll go with the Monster Abyss versus the Undertaker. Holy. Oh, shoot. Oh, man. Uh, uh, Gerard, does that, does that, does that, uh, um, I'll ask you what your thoughts on this, but does this, does this, uh, qualify as a, you know what moment, an HS moment? A oh, holy shit moment, yes it does. I read that too as well. Uh, <laughs> apparently WWE offered him money to come in to face the Undertaker and he said no. What the hell is he thinking? I know. Oh man, that would probably get him some, that would get him some notoriety if he faced a big, big name like that. Yep. My goodness. Uh, who, and, Gerard, who do you think would win it a bit between Abyss and The Undertaker? The Undertaker. Undertaker. Okay, Ralph. Ralph is, okay. 
Ralph, Ralph is okay. Uh, uh, Ralph is uh, saying the uh, um, the Undertaker as well. John is saying something about. Oh, okay. I think what he's saying is, is that if 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 a match did happen, send it to the effect of no holds barred match between Undertaker and Abyss, and Undertaker tombstoning Abyss onto the thumbtacks. Oh, oh, Gerard. I think that deserves another HS there, buddy. Holy! Oh, yeah. And, and speaking with J.D., uh, 
Uh, Sabu, Bray Wyatt, hardcore match. Your thoughts, please. Let me just say it. He's suicidal. He's homicidal. He's genocidal. He's the madman of Bombay who has Fonzie in his corner. Bill Alfonso, the manager of the champion's corner, right down the middle. He is Sabu. Not, not only does Johnny's be announced, man, you need to as well. Good gracious and mighty. <laughs> wow. Uh, unbelievable. Um, I gotta say, I gotta say, Sabu on this as well, and, and I think Ralph did say Ralph did say Sabu too. So that's a complete blowout here, guys. Unbelievable. Uh, JD, uh, by all means, please grace us with a fantasy matchup. All right, we'll go with Finn Balor, the Irishman, mm-hmm. t- teaming up with Fit Finley, both mm-hmm. Irishmans here, and we'll make it a little. Bit Americanized version. We'll have uh, Finn Balor taking care of business with, uh, let's see, uh, Tyler Breeze and mm. Rick Rude. Holy! So two pretty got... boys versus two Irishmen in this one, if you will, American I... Irish version fight, if you will. I see. So you have. Uh... Finn Balor and Fit Finley. Yes. Versus uh, Tyler Breeze and Ravishing Rick Rude. Yes. I see. Ralph is already saying the team of Tyler Breeze and Rick Rude to pull the win off in this. Gerard, your thoughts on this uh, tag team match? Oh, you. I don't know if you can beat the Irish, so I'm going to go with Finn and Fit, or Fit and Finn. <laughs> <laughs> Fit, fit, fit and Finn, there you go. No, not Finn, Finn. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, and after being beaten, you will be fin, uh, Finn. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Gerard Johns going to agree with you on that. He's going to say Finn Balor and Fit Finley as well. Uh, JD, your tag team match. What do you think here? There'll be plenty of Guinness. There'll be plenty of Shamrocks. And there'll be plenty of poorly flowers in this hour. And no, they won't win by luck, but they'll have plenty of Guinness on standby because Fit and Finley will take the pretty boys down to Chinatown. And you know what? I'm going to have to really say the same thing. I'm going to have to definitely say um, uh, Fit Finley and Finn Balor in this. No question. No question. Let's see. Oh, Ralph has got one. Oh. Oh, ho, ho. did I say oh, ho, ho? Yes, I did. And this is Ralph's here, guys. I'm going to name the competitors, and I'm going to name what type of match it is. And you're going to be flip, flip out over this. He's got Abdullah the Butcher taking on Bruiser Brody. <laughs> but, but Okay, well, well, J.D., your mouth is going to drop when you hear this. All right. A hell in the cell barbed wire inferno match. And now I'm going to say Gerard's words. Holy shit! I mean, <laughs> these two, the these guys will tear each other limb from limb. They might as well put it in a freaking combo or wherever they want to have it. This is going to be brutal. Yes, and Gerard, uh, do you agree with uh, JD, or how do you? How would you like to put this? Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> and and Gerard, I'll let you go ahead and then, uh, give me your thoughts on this uh, extremely extreme match 
here between Abdullah the Butcher and Bruiser Brody. Hell in a Cell barbed wire inferno match. Well, this is going to be a brutal, brutal massacre. I'm going to go with Bruiser uh, Brody. Bruiser Brody, okay. And Ralph is going to agree with you, Gerard. He's also going to say Brody. Um, JD? To say, it's hard to say how he said it, but I want to say, if you want Bruiser Brewer, you can find me anytime. I think that's how he said it, but I'm taking Brody as well. I think this is going to be very hard, and Brody, sorry, however, you know what, however, I think Brody can do this pretty well on his own. Okay, and uh, and I'm going to say, and I'll tell you what John said in a minute, but I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say Brody as well. And John is the only holdout. He says Abdullah would win this. Hmm. Okay. Uh, well, let me see here. And I'm going to jumble up what what I did out of the fancy table pay-per-view here, guys. And I'm going to come up with something pretty interesting here. Let me see here. Uh, ooh. Ooh. Okay. Oh, I like this one. I like this one. We're going to do a battle. We're going to do a tag team battle of the personas. Okay. Yes. <clears throat> I think everyone will get a, will love this. It will be Stone Cold Steve Austin teaming up with the Extreme Superstar Steve Austin, and they will take on. Let me see. Ah, yeah, that's a good one. The duo of The Rock. From today and the rock from the uh, uh, nation of domination. Ooh. Cool. Gerard, your thoughts on this Battle of the Personas tag team match? We'll get the beers ready because it's a oh hell yeah beer bash. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Ralph, the match was a Battle of the Personas. Stone Cold Steve Austin and the extreme superstar Steve Austin as he appeared in ECW uh, teaming up against The Rock as he as he is known as today as we all know him today we'll say versus The Rock when he was part of the Nation of Domination that's the match uh, so John and Ralph let's, we'll, uh, I'd like to hear what your what your thoughts are on this ma- on this match. Uh, J.D., your thoughts on this uh, Battle of the Personas? The Battle of the Personas, the Austin uh, times two will take the Rock times two and check them in the room 316 and burn that son of a bitch to the ground in the process. Ooh! Whoa! Talk, talk about the... Talk about, talk about the commentary. Man, I, I, I swear, uh, Gerard, we gotta get him and John in some something on a... Uh, Something for them to give a tryout as a wrestling announcer at some time, at some point. I mean, what? And of course, Gerard, I'll have to probably put you in the middle of it too. <laughs> <laughs> We're glad to have him in the middle. We can use it. Yeah, there you go. And Ralph said, "Give me a hell yeah!" That's a bottom line called Stone Cold that sets a but John and Ralph for saying Team Austin apparently. Okay. All right, there. Um, so let's see. We've already gone around here one time. We'll do it. We'll do it one more time here. Uh, Gerard, my man, your turn once again. Bring it to us. 
Well, I have an awesome ten-man tag team matchup. First of all, in the first corner, we got DX and NWO. Oh, New Age Outlaws with X-Pac, K-Dog, Buff Bagwell versus... We're going to do an NXT thing. So, Blake oh. and Murphy, the VOD villains, and Apollo Crews. Holy moly moly. Hey. <laughs> and, and just in the nick of time here, Gerard, um, I just happened to notice while you were making that match, I didn't want to interrupt you because you were on a huge roll here. I happen to notice that a spider was crawling across the floor here in the WCWS studio. The same one that appeared two nights ago, I think you might remember this, Gerard, with the initials MLB. You know you know who I'm talking about. Am I right, Gerard? Back. Black <laughs> yeah, I'm here. I'm horse, but I'm here. You got a horse? No. Oh, boy. Shut up. No, my voice is going. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, we got to be yeah. careful. Then you got to be careful on that voice now. And John says, oh, uh oh, spider alert, Sp- spider alert class. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Michelle. Okay. Hi. Yeah. And this is, of course, uh, the other. This is Gerard's partner here on Attitude Radio. Every uh, Saturday night at nine, right here on TalkShoe.com, the lovely, lovely Black Widow and 2015 Hall of Famer Michelle Lynn Dodds, indeed. Uh, and Michelle, this is, of course, episode historic episode number 20 of NWO Wolfpack. By the way, I should mention that to everybody again. Um, we're running right middle of some fancy matchups, and Gerard is with a with a doozy. Uh, and uh, Gerard Balmies, please correct me if I get any of this wrong. Uh, he on one side he has got, <clears throat> let me see, the New Age Outlaws. Uh, I'm on Gerard. I'm gonna let you say it again. So you, you get you're on a roll, buddy. You 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 you, uh, you you go ahead and tell tell us the match again because Michelle is just coming on. You go ahead, bud. Gerard, are you are you awake? <laughs> well, okay, let me try to remember what he said. And JD, back me up if I get this wrong. Okay, I know he said that it was the NWO and DX teaming up. I know he said That's that. That's right. Yes. Okay, <laughs> and I know he did say that two. That I think DX was going to be represented by the New Age Outlaws. Yeah. And and. Uh, he did mention X-Pac. I don't know what capacity X-Pac would be in. Yeah, and I think he mentioned uh, Bagwell, too, I thought. <laughs> sounded like. Okay. Okay, I'm going to try to remember this. I'm going to try to remember this. Um, um, but I do, I do know he said NXT was um, the, vault, the Vault Villains. Yeah, English and Gods. Uh, yes. Uh, was Blake and Murphy the other part of it? Yes. 
and I think I get the fifth guy. Or I, I remember the fifth guy it was Apollo Cruz. Apollo Cruz, that's right. Okay, and then we okay. got the DX. Okay, let me find out. Let me find out for certain. Gerard, are you back on, sir? Gerard, are you back? <laughs> <laughs> this is a doozy of a match. I, 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 I hate to, I hate to screw this up because. Was he doing a six man, or what was ten. he doing? He's doing a ten man. Oh, five oh. guys, five, five <laughs> guys on each team. I know, I know. He said it was NWO and DX teaming up. I know he said that. I know he did say the Outlaws. I know he said X Pac, but I'm not sure who hey, the other one. Now, bye. You're back. Okay, Gerard. We got. We told we were, we were going through your match again, but but oh, we. Shit. Do I have to repeat it? <laughs> well, no. We got the NXT part of it. I got the NXT part. Okay. But I did. But I want to make sure I got the other part right. You said. It was NWO and DX teaming up. I, that part was that correct? Yes. Okay, you did, and you did say the New Age Outlaws, right? New Age Outlaws, X Pac, yes. Buff Bagwell, and K Dog. Buff Bagwell and Conan. Okay, that's it. Okay, JD, you were right about Bagwell. Too. Yeah. Okay, that's what it, that's what it was. Okay, and we got the NXT part right, so you don't have to repeat that one. But we got it. Okay. Uh, uh, Gerard, your thoughts on your 10-man tag? Well, it's NWO and it's DX, and if, you don't, if you're not down with that, I got two words for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and Michelle, um, since you just got on and you heard what we fish you got that match uh, uh, situated, your thoughts on Gerard's ten man tag. Well, I agree with him. Okay. Uh I we I think we 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 knew that. Absolutely. Uh John and John and Ralph, uh your thoughts on this ten man tag. And Ralph was saying hi to you, Michelle, but she said he said, Hey Spider Lady Part two. What the hell does that mean? Well, apparently, okay. Well, he he explained. No, Am I he explained reincarnated why. or something? No, 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 no. no okay, no, no. He explained, he explained why. Apparently, apparently, fabulous Mula was referred as a spider lady at one point. Oh, okay. JD, do you do you recall yes. this? Well, okay, okay. That's why he said part two. He said in parentheses, "Sorry, fabulous Mula was the original one." Okay, there you well, go. there's only one Black Widow on this panel, so. Well, here it's you, yes, but he was just pointing out something else too. No, I know. Okay. And and John's actually saying Team DX NWO. Uh, Michelle, your thoughts on the? I'm sorry, on the ten. Oh, you already said that. Okay, you already told me. I'm gonna I'm gonna back up and ahead of myself here. Okay, sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, we're having fun here, guys. By the way, uh, and Ralph wanted your thoughts on this ten man tag. Uh, JD, your thoughts on this? Team NWO and DX. I'm saying. Okay. I'm going to say that as well. <clears throat> um, and I'm going to say, Ralph, Ralph, excuse me. Bless you. 
Thank you very much. Thank you. And Ralph said the first team, so he's going with Team NWO slash DX. And it is. And he said, and and John says, shoot, we always have fun. Yeah, we always have fun. (laughs) Yes, we all do. Uh, So let me see here. Uh, uh, Michelle, since you've come into the mix, you if you if you wish, my dear, please feel free to throw out a fantasy matchup. Sky's the limit. However you like, please feel free. Oh, okay. Um, shit. Um, <laughs> I have to think. I, I've been at wrestling matches all night uh, with kids, so I'm that my mind's still on that a little bit. Um, ah, shit. Um, I'm gonna do a tag team of Cesaro and KO versus. Ooh. <clears throat> um, I'm gonna say Rick Flair and Arn Anderson. Holy cow! That's actually pretty good. That uh, no, you're not you're not kidding. Um, uh, so we got KO and Cesaro teaming up against uh, Rick Flair and Arn Anderson here. Okay. Uh, before we get to everyone's responses, John pointed out an interesting point about the show about NWO Wolfpack here. <laughs> this show's 25th episode will be eight days before Christmas. Mm. That'll be an early Christmas present for us guys. Yep, it'll be two yeah. days after my birthday. <laughs> hey, I, hey, all right. We'll have to put we'll have to put a present under the tree for this show. There you yes, go. that's it. Absolutely, uh, Gerard. Your thoughts on this uh, match, Michelle's uh, Cesaro and Kevin Owens versus Flair, Rick Flair, and Arn Anderson. Well, I like the team of Flair and Anderson, but I like the team of Owens and Cesaro and its uppercut puff-up powerbomb. <laughs> 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 and, and, and John Ralph was saying in his response here when he said Flair and Anderson, uh, he also said this was it would be in a five star match. This would be this would be a great match. John's actually saying, uh, agreeing with you, Gerard. Uh, he's saying, but he's saying it. He's usually he's saying it using saying the finishing moves instead of the names, like he did last night. He said, "Pop up power bomb and the Cesaro swing." Is the way he answered. Um, um, <clears throat> Uh, Michelle, I don't think we got your answer yet. Your thoughts on your uh, tag match here? Uh, well, it would be a very good match. I would love to see it, but I go with Cesaro and KO. Okay, all right. Uh, JD, your thoughts here? KO and Cesaro versus uh, Ric Flair and Arn Anderson. I'm going to go with the figure four and the double A spine buster. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh boy, this is a this is this is a uh this is a great one. Absolutely great. So everyone here on this panel and on, on all the shows came up with some knockout tremendous uh fancy matchups here. <laughs> um, oh boy. And Gerard, I'm not going to try to steal a line from you, but I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it this way: 
I can't do it, man. You got the <laughs> trademark on that. <clears throat> and the Cesaro swing. There you go. The man with the big nipples. Oh Lord, I can't believe this. <laughs> Whoa! Okay, I got, I got, I got Michelle's mouth watering now. Oh boy, watch out! Watch out! Uh, I told I you, gonna... I like the men with the accents. I can't help it. And of course, especially like the fact that he does his fist like. We were trying to play a newlywed game actually last night for Michelle. <laughs> yeah, but we thought some of these wrestlers might be actually be single. There's <laughs> always one of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but hey, but hey, but but Michelle, the fun part about it is you can dream, can you not? Oh, I do that quite often. Yeah. There you go. But there you go. It sounds. It sounds good. Uh, and okay, Ralph is. I don't know what. Oh, Ralph. Ralph is saying no update yet on the Newlywood game. Mm. Okay. Well, I'm gonna wish you do it. <laughs> <laughs> I need a man, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ralph, Ralph, you better do something fast, buddy, because Michelle's gonna pin you to the wall. <laughs> Definitely be enjoyable to watch, I will say. Uh, 
man. Well, I think I'm not going to surprise anybody tonight about this. Apparently, everybody seems to be voting for each and every one of them, so it won't be no different here. I'm going to take Charlotte. Which right now, she technically she has the belt anyway. At least until uh, with, with Paige facing her in two weeks. That's still going to be pretty interesting to see. It will. Yeah, regardless of who wins or loses, that's going to be a good match. You know that that's Matt it. and the tournament, the only matches have been listed so far. Hopefully they can get out some more matches this <laughs> week on uh, Raw and Greenville. Yes. Well, like I said, we need to definitely hear some more about that. Because like I said, we need to definitely get the uh, get the uh, 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 you know Raw, Raw hyped up here going in, like I said, the one before Survivor Series. And speaking of Survivor Series, <laughs> and I, it was good that I saw advertisers for this, and J.D., thanks for reminding me when you mentioned the Survivor Series. But we'll be actually doing, of course, our uh, Survivor Series pre-show. Of course, it is on the 22nd. That's correct, okay. Uh, and uh, do we know if there is a kickoff match for Survivor Series? I have not heard anything yet. Just play it safe. I'm going to start at 6, at six o'clock. Just in case if there is. I'm sure they always put one out there. So I'm going to start at 6, <clears throat> if that's okay with everybody. Everybody can make it on. Be at 6 o'clock here uh, uh, on Sunday, the 22nd, or a week from this coming Sunday. And, of course, we're giving our predictions for each of the matches of who will pull out, especially the stakes are a little bit more higher since now the WWE World title will have, will be, there'll be a new WWE World Heavyweight Champion. The question is who that will be. And we'll give our thoughts and opinions on that, as well as all, as, as all the other matches of of uh, of, um, <clears throat> of of this year's Survivor Series. <laughs> so it'll be a special edition, of course, of uh, of Revolution here, uh, um, uh, Sunday the twenty second, uh, um, uh, for one hour from six to seven, right here on TalkShoe.com. Please be sure to join us. Call ID one three eight zero five five pound. Okay, there you go. Got that quick plug in. Thank you very much. Uh, and we've all voted for all for your your uh, Divas match here, JD. Okay, uh, John has got a match up here. Ooh, ooh, ooh. here's a high flying match here, guys. Sami Zayn versus Eddie Guerrero. Oh, uh, that's easy for me. Draw your thoughts on Sami Zayn versus <laughs> Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero. Okay. Michelle, Michelle, your thoughts on this match? Eddie Guerrero. Okay. Uh, uh, John and Ralph, your thoughts on on, on this match right here? Uh, J.D., Sami Zayn versus Eddie Guerrero. I like both of them, but you know what, Heller? Sami Zayn has the universe in his hands. Ole, 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 ole. So it's going to be the hell of a kick with Sami Zayn. And J.D. Robson, he's in an upset win. It will be Sami Zayn. And John is going with Eddie Guerrero. And I'm definitely going to say the same thing. Latino heat. That's what I thought Gerard was going to say. Or he, I thought he was going to say, I'm your pappy. <laughs> no, you know what I trying to say? La Rosa. But I fucked it up. Oh, La Rosa. I heard you say that. I couldn't. I couldn't spit it out, so I just said, Eddie. <laughs> 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 Viva la Rosa. 
Viva la Raza. Okay. Uh, one, of my, one of my favorite Eddie Guerrero clips of all time, guys, i got to bring this up right fast, was the one where his, I think his, a member of his family brought some, brought some burritos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, the, and, and the big show. <laughs> it was Chavo game, the burritos. No. Oh, no, 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 no. That wasn't Chavo. That was, that, that was another relative of his. That was another relative. Oh, of his. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, his name was Jose. Jose. Yeah, Jose. <laughs> and Big Show had, 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 had apparently had gone through all the... Oh, I'm sorry, J- Gerard. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, it's, it's a Mexican joke, I guess. Jose A or Jose B. <laughs> Jose. <laughs> but, 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 uh, but what... Um, but uh, what happened was Big Show it was part of Big Show having a match against Orlando Jordan, and Big Show walked out holding his stomach. <laughs> so apparently it was something to take some sort of effect, and Orlando was just just, just uh, kicking him all over, and then uh, uh, and then it came to the point that Big Show looked like Mother Nature was starting to call, so he runs out of the ring and goes into the back. Mm-hmm. Orlando Jordan wins the match by countout. And then, of course, we see the scene with Big Show's in the toilet going, <laughs> and, 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 and Eddie said, I took the toilet paper out there about an hour ago. <laughs> hey, hey, there's no toilet paper. He said, how are you going to wipe her? Yeah, I'll show you how you go. And he kicked the door in the Big Show's face. <laughs> and then Big Show gets up again and I say, why are you? And he goes, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Montezuma ain't got nothing on Guerrero. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that was classic. And then Ralph said, I believe it or not, that Jose who appeared in this, his wrestling name was El Vato Jose Guerrero. Hmm. I thought, uh, okay, okay, okay. I didn't know he actually wrestled. I didn't. Okay. Uh, Ralph, <laughs> Ralph has got a match. Uh, Ooh, this is, and you might take a guess as to who's going to be in this match when I say the stipulation. It is a loser must tap out to the crossface match. Benoit. Yes, Benoit's one of them going up against Daniel Bryan. Oh. Gerard, your thoughts, Benoit versus Bryan. Benoit. Uh, and John's going with Daniel Bryan in this. Michelle, your thoughts on this? Chris Benoit. And Ralph is also going with Benoit on this. Uh, JD, your thoughts? Chris Benoit versus Daniel Bryan. <laughs> I'm going to say Benoit as well, the crossface. Did you yeah. remember the crossface? And I would have to say Benoit too. But no one could put it on very, very tightly like Benoit did. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Gerard, you've done yours. Michelle, you've done you've done a match. Uh, let me see. Ralph, Ralph has uh, John. John has done one. Ralph has done one just now. <coughs> I guess now it's up to me here. And Michelle, before you got on, what I was saying, what I was going to do here was I was just going to uh, just throw out some names from the, some of the matches that I did from the Fancy Stable Tag. Fancy Stable pay-per-view past two nights. 
So mm-hmm. I'm going to do that right fast before. And this is going to be the last one we're going to do, guys, because we're, we're about we're about running out of time here. Uh, hmm. Let me see. Let me see. <clears throat> big, big men. Asses. Yes. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, well. Thank you for the. Uh, well. Okay. Well. Thank you for the. Uh, I, thank you for the idea. Thank, thank, thank you. For, thank you for the idea. You, you want to have a good dream tonight, don't you, Michelle? Is that what it is? You want well, to eat night with a dream. I did watch a lot of Brock Lesnar stuff today, especially night with my child before he went to wrestle. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. He's obsessed with well, Brock Lesnar now. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let me see if I okay. Then I'll tell you what. I'll uh, I'll put two of your two of your faves against two guys you don't like. How's that sound? We'll blank them. Uh, oh, well, that's completely up well, to you. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Okay. I'll do it that. I'll do it like this. Okay. I'm going to put. I'm going to bring back the. Um, the, the 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 triple threat match, uh, the triple the, the triple team here that I did of, of what I, that I called Team Iraq that I did the other night, which is Sergeant Slaughter, Colonel Mustafa, and General Adnan, and they will take and they will take on uh, Kevin Nash, mm. Batista. Mm. And <laughs> get again. Mm. Mm. And, and and Michelle, uh, um, I will point out when they come out to the ring, uh, they happen to spot you in the front row, and all three of them at once give you a great big kiss. Yeah, they wouldn't make it to the ring. Yep. Oh! <laughs> Whoa! Okay, uh, Gerard, uh, Team Iraq versus Nash, Batista, and Billy Gunn. Big sexy uh, team. <laughs> <laughs> provided Batista and Billy Gunn with a pair of leather pants. Oh, shit, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but in this case, Kevin Nash wore a pair with without the straps. Mm, that's a whole lot of ass. Oh, my God. Mm, okay. Okay. Um, do we really <laughs> need to ask you, Michelle, who, what your thoughts would be in this? No. You just want to sit really. there. And dream. You just want to sit there and dream, don't you? Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'll let you sit there and dream. Uh, we will say Michelle will go for Team Mother Pants. <laughs> yes, go. Lord. And as by the way, when they leave the ring, Michelle, they come by by you one more time, and they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, okay. <clears throat> and they'll say. 
in your bedroom. Hey, okay. Uh, okay. Mm. I, I got I to got set myself in the face for even saying that. Uh, John is actually going for your team, Michelle, to win this match. And so, oh, oh no. Uh-oh. Ralph voted against it, didn't he? Right, and let me put it, let me put it in this way, Michelle. Put it in this way. Team Iraq <laughs> would win it. He said Iron Sheik would make Nash, Batista, and Billy Gunn humble. Oh, you're on my shit list, Ralph. Really? For <laughs> <laughs> love of God. Gerard, Michelle, did we expect this? Did we expect this? <laughs> No, not really. But then again, I don't really know Ralph, so uh, yeah. I well, <laughs> well, I will admit though he 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 does he like Gerard and JD and JML and myself does. I think we we he knows his wrestling stuff. He knows a lot of <laughs> so yeah. I'm, I will leave it at but that. But he's not a Brock Lesnar fan. Well, he still like he said the other night. He said that he never said that he wasn't. So, um, but but I will we'll say that debate for another time. We'll say that debate for another time. I promise you that. Um, and uh, okay, I've already said that, John. Okay, JD, your thoughts on uh, Team Iraq versus <laughs> Team Leather Pants? Nash's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, team's gonna win this one. And 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 for and for Michelle's sake, so that way I won't be I won't be next on her infamous list. I will say the same thing. I Damn, I like them all in NWO shirts too. That would be awesome. Well, we can make that possible too. <clears throat> and it's ain't wrestling. Mm-hmm. Anything can happen. So there you go. Mm-hmm. And Michelle's Michelle's going to be doing a lot of dreaming tonight. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> I said, "Hey, Michelle, <clears throat> to come to the ring." <laughs> I'm hoping after tonight I wake up with a voice. Good job. Yeah. <clears throat> I could hurt you yeah. really bad too. So, <laughs> So, hey, hey, Michelle, watch this. Boing. Oh, whoa. Okay. Okay. We'll leave it at that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you so much here for joining us for episode number 20 of NWO Wolfpack Historic, <laughs> episode number 20, we should say. Of course, the second installment of the WWS Radio Network, 1724-444-7444. Call ID 138-521-POUND. <clears throat> And also, uh, by all means, always uh, check in on us here whenever you'd like to come in on the chat box and talk to us about anything going on here in the world of wrestling with any of the news that we have talked about, uh, any of the fancy matches we've come up with, the Wrestling Revisited segment. Um, and definitely, I've got to thank, I've got to thank, of course, uh, we had a pretty much an all-star <laughs> team here tonight, and I will definitely say that. I have the duo that brings you WWS Attitude Radio every Saturday night at 9 right here on TalkShoot.com and Gerard and Michelle as of today that post that pinned post on the on, on the Attitude Radio Facebook page has been updated. So and then now We're it Paul says Paul and now Gerard. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. Y'all said it. I said I would add it. It has been done. And, but your names are still in parentheses, just because anybody knows doesn't know who they are, who, who, who that is. I left your names in parentheses. Be fair. So radar. Hmm. Yeah, rated R tough wrestling talk. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and of course, Gerard uh, or Paul Heyman, we should say, 
uh, is a 2014 <laughs> Hall of Famer and a dual title holder here in WWUS. And also uh, Michelle or Paula, whichever you want to call her. But, of course, Saturday night you call her Paula. Other times you call her Michelle. There you go. I'll say it that way. There you go. That works a lot better. That works a lot better. Okay. She is also a 2015 Hall of Famer. <clears throat> and, of course, uh, in addition to Gerard being a part of Attitude Radio, he's also now part of WWS Raw Radio, which you can hear every Monday afternoon through RayHomeTalkShoe.com. And also joining Gerard uh, tonight is, of course, three other members of the WWS Raw Radio team, the Iceman uh-huh. J.D., Jerry Gerard, though, here on the line here tonight, and on the chat box, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and Mr. Rasson, <laughs> Ralph Atkinson. Uh, Gerard, Hold on, you listen? need to tell me that they stole my brother from me on their show? What the hell? Well, Gerard, was this, <laughs> Gerard, was this your idea? Um, no, it wasn't. It was actually Greg's idea, but, uh... Oh, Greg did. They're not stealing me, they're just siphoning me off, or whatever. We're born in one day during the week, shall we say. Yeah, no, I know, I'm just playing, really. (laughs) Yeah, but of course we're stretching out here, guys, so that's good, that's good. That's good, and, and I encourage that. I'm not I'm three. I'm six foot eight now. <laughs> <laughs> wow, the tallest man on the team. Wow, that's a, there you go. Hey, hey, you, know, was, you guys are not gonna believe this. I saw something today that this is mind-boggling. It's obviously off wrestling, but this seven foot seven kid playing basketball in Europe. He's 15 years old. I mean, he's a real. I mean. He looks real I'll bad. Up, it's just, I'm, it's named Bob Bob or something like that. He's from Europe or something like that. But this kid's seven foot seven and fifteen years old. Scary, real scary. Damn. Yeah. Hey, here I come. <laughs> <laughs> and here I come, college. I'll be eight foot tall by the time I'm a freshman and uh, nineteen years old. But no, in all honesty, I mean, it's just sad. I mean, this kid, I mean, might have some health issues, but. It doesn't look like he has it, though, but when you watch this kid, this kid is like, I mean, I'll have to find the video of this kid. I mean, this kid is just, it's ridiculous what it is. Yeah. I have two things I want to say before. Did Chad say he'd be right back? I think so, unless he's still on. Chad, he's still there? No, he's gone. He'll be right back, he said. Yeah, he might be back. Go ahead, Michelle. I mean, well, I'll wait until he gets back because okay. I'm just going to make a short bitch fit tangent tonight. <laughs> no problem. We already did that with uh, Kalista winning uh, tonight against Ryback on SmackDown. What? Yeah, Kalista won in the tournament tonight against Ryback if you didn't hear. So your bitch what? fit is big. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I-, I can't believe that. Mm-hmm. That's and, crazy. I, and I asked Chad, and I don't know if you guys saw it yet, how the video last night of uh, Brad Max in the turkey outfit when the Taker Tombstone of in front in Jimmy on the Jimmy Fallon show last that night. That was Brad Maddox. Yes, it was. I saw the video, but I didn't, I I couldn't see the the guy. I could see the Taker, but I couldn't see the other guy's face. Yeah, but the, Brad Max was in the costume. <laughs> he said, "I couldn't believe it myself." 
Uh, Fred Mannix is annoying. He deserves to be tombstone. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? It's very annoying. Uh, right now I'm watching the uh, children's choir incident from last year when they were singing Bray Wyatt singing the whole the the whole world in his hands. So who's did the news tonight? Because I have a question. Uh, Gerard and I split the news duty, but Gerard more than anyone took care of the news. So is it true that Lawler's wife died in that car accident? No. No, she was just dinged up, I thought. Oh, well, I saw a post before I I... called you guys tonight of someone that posted and said that she passed away. Oh, I've never heard that. (laughs) Neither did I. I. That's news to me. I did not hear that at all. Yeah, but I'm not sure it is. It's one of those tabloid, you know, bullshit ones that you can't trust the thing that comes out of their mouth. Yeah, uh, Gerard, J.D., can you clarify? Can you can you clarify that story? I don't think it's I don't think it's true. I mean, I haven't heard anything about that. That is news to me. I'm gonna <laughs> look on Yahoo right now, and Michelle actually has something to say. Well, I'll look into that. Let me see if I can find out how. And and, and who and and just so just so I know, so I definitely want. To, I definitely would like to uh, just uh, um, be in the know here. Who are we referring to here, first of all? Jerry Lawler's wife, girlfriend, whatever she is. I think it's his wife. They said both, they said both of them came out fine. <clears throat> yeah, like his it's wife, one of those. It's one of those that you can't trust. You know, everything they say is a lie, and I mean, I don't know how true it is, but I saw I, I saw it before I called you guys tonight. Right, and I saw I saw a picture of the car when it was wrecked, and I mean, and Michelle told everybody here it's the same type of car I have. I just hmm. looked at the news feed. I never I never seen anything yet, so I don't know. I don't think it's true. They just said she was banged up. She was like banged up pretty bad, but nothing like too serious. Yeah, that's what I had heard too. And King was just just a little shook up too. I didn't hear anything about that at all. Okay, well, we'll try to get some clarification on that. Now, I'm sure pretty much a lot of people are just <clears throat> just won't try to uh, just yes, ma'am. I have two things I want to say. I have rest, well, wrestling thoughts tangent, and I'll make it quick. Yes, Michelle, please, please, please proceed. Well, first thing, uh, we're talking to Gerard, and Caleb had three matches tonight, and he won all three. Yes. Yeah, right here. Hands oh. up, guys. Yeah, right here. Yeah, right here. Yes, 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 indeed. And yes. he took down a kid that is 25 pounds heavier than him. Son of a gun. <clears throat> That's why my voice is so freaking screwed up, because I was very you're, excited for my job. You were screaming. Yes, indeed. You were screaming. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I saw a video today of Seth Rollins' surgery and him him talking, saying that his goal is, is he's going to get back into it. He's going to be stronger than ever. He's going to come back for that title and all. <clears throat> I have the utmost respect for him because that man sitting there the whole time was smiling and he was very persistent on what he says, and I believe that he will have another run for the title, and I hope he does, because I think that he really deserves it, and I think that a lot of these fans need to stop being stupid about 
Seth Rollins and quit the death threats and all of that shit. It's stupid. Grow up. Move on. Second thing. Second thing is, once again, if the WWE writers, creative team is going to be smart, they will push this World Heavyweight Championship the right way, not the wrong way. I heard that Cena gave up his movie that he was supposed to be doing to come back for a run at it. I don't know how true that is yet. If that's the case, give me a break because we've seen him with the title plenty of times. It's no offense to Cena. I'm a Cena fan, but it it needs to go into others' hands. Uh, Third thing, they told me that Callisto beat Ryback tonight. I I don't even have words for that. Honestly, I don't have words Mm -hmm. for that. Mm -hmm. Um, Last final thought, and I will zip it. My son is completely undefeated right now. Completely undefeated. No one has touched him. He lost one, but it was basically they considered it a practice run in the beginning. As of right now, as of tonight, he's undefeated. And, like, talk about a very super excited kid. And one more thing I'm going to say that I told Gerard, he bought that same keychain thing that says NWO because he knows Gerard is a huge NWO fan. Yes. Ooh, he took the part, the one part off and, and put it on his suit. So tonight he was almost in tears saying how Uncle Neville, which is Gerard, brought him luck of winning his matches. <laughs> yes. Fantastic. Indeed. So, Gerard, that was for you. I had to make sure to tell you that because the kid thinks the world of you, even though you're on the other side of the world of us. But he thinks the world of you, and he he wears that on his suit every damn match. Gerard, you have an admirer there, partner. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, (laughs) That's right on. Yes, and even the bad guy has a little. Even the bad guy has has good in him. You know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. Here, uh, uh, before we leave here, also JD, you send me two or three things. I will get them posted as soon as possible. No problem. How, however, one of them unfortunately did not come to attachment unavailable again. All right, no problem. So um, I will tell you that uh, I can go and say it on here. It's okay. It's no problem. Everyone will eventually see it whenever I post it. One of them is something about Big Bird. I don't know what it is. And yeah. the other thing was a AWA match, I believe. Yeah, Nick Falling going to be Right, and the third and, and the third one that you sent was the one where it said attachment unavailable. So I don't know what that one was supposed to be, but uh, uh, <laughs> but you just sent to me. Um, but I will let. But uh, you can tell me later as to what that was. That's no problem. But uh, nonetheless, I'll get the other ones uh, posted on here before I leave, leave tonight. Uh, Gerard, uh, Michelle, JD, John, and Ralph, thank you all so much for joining us here, joining me here tonight. And of course, as always, here in the radio network, uh, go to WCBS Radio Archives for listening to all of our for all of our uh, past episodes of Revolution, Wolfpack, Attitude Radio, and Raw Radio, as well as all the promotions that I always, that I do for every show every day. 
um, <clears throat> and uh, take, definitely take a listen to it. As we always advertise on there, it's the best in wrestling talk. So uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WWS Radio History. And, of course, if you and, – and that's how – that's one way you can listen to, to, to our shows. Of course, you can also go on TalkShoe.com itself, type in 138055 for Revolution, one three eight five two one for Wolfpack, one three eight nine eight two for Attitude Radio, and one three eight seven four four for Raw Radio to listen to all to all the past shows. Uh, and you'll definitely, like I said, uh, be blown away by what myself, Gerard, Michelle, JML, uh, Jeff, Rhonda, JD, uh, John, uh, Gregory, Ralph, and everyone has to say on everything in the world of pro wrestling, regardless of how old or how new it is. Everything from the uh, what we've done in the past to what we have done now, of course, with the wrestling revisited segments and the fantasy matchups, the fantasy table pay per views, uh, of course, all the news provided by our our dynamic duo news team, I should say, of Gerard and JD. I should I, guys, I give you excellent props once again for the best wrestling reporting here on the block. My personal opinion, uh, you both, you both, you guys really. Hold out there to everyone. So I greatly do appreciate uh, appreciate everything that you bring to the table each time, <clears throat> and continue all the hard work as well. Everybody mm-hmm. else, I'm not shutting anybody else out, but like I said, they provided to us, so I got to say it. And John, thank you very much also again for the wrestling birthdays and also for the wrestling history. Some very good ones there tonight as well. Uh, <clears throat> and of course, uh, thank y'all so much for joining us for episode number historic episode number twenty. Of NWO Wolfpack and all that, uh, Michelle uh, John actually mentioned one thing. I don't know if you were. I think you might have been on when I said this. I'll repeat it one more time. That the next historic historical episode. Let me see. What did I say? What did you say? Oh yeah, there it is. Twenty-five that years. Twenty-five. Uh, Twenty. Twenty-fifth episode. Twenty-five episodes. Oh, episode. Sorry. Yeah. I wish it was twenty-five years. Boy, twenty-five years would be something. Uh, 25th episode would be December 17th so that's another historical day here guys So, uh, and as we continue to move forward here in the radio network uh, and uh, of course like I said again like I said Gerard uh, Michelle, JD uh, John and Ralph thank y'all so much for joining me here tonight and this NWO Wolfpack has been a broadcast of the WWS radio network where it's for wrestling fans and by wrestling fans, as everyone here agrees, it is it is indeed your wrestling connection. Uh, Gerard, Michelle, JD, John, and Ralph, thank y'all. Take care, and have a great and have a good evening. And we will see you in the ring. Take care, and God bless. Good night. Good night. Good night. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.